everybody. Welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm Johnny Morton, your host. And I'm Carla. And we're excited that you've taken time out of your week to be with us. Hey, this week we want to sort of do is kind of a follow-up from the previous week. And really, one of the things we talk a lot, and we've talked about it before in as far as uh, on the podcast, we talk about it and we do seminars and conferences is about how important it is to sort of set goals for your marriage. We do uh, creating a vision for your marriage. We do that with our marriage coaching couples. And last week was sort of about, hey, how do you establish some really good habits that ought to be a part of your marriage as you start out the year? And I think a lot of times we get used to people talking about setting goals for yourselves. We do it in business. We do it in our personal lives. Hopefully you're doing it in your relationships. But a lot of times what we don't get a lot of is, well, how do you actually get to your goals? Yes. What are some things that you can do that's going to help you get there? Because we always say it ought, you ought to have a time, maybe it's your anniversary, maybe it's the end of the year, that you look back over the previous year in your marriage and sort of do an accounting. Hey, where are we? Where are our successes? Where did we struggle? How did we grow in this past year? And I think a lot of times, if you don't have more of a step-by-step, how do we get there? Sometimes we never do. It's like, I guess, with people making New Year's resolutions. Yes. They last, what, a month, maybe? Well, yeah, that's what they say. So I was thinking about this in light of us going to talk about and give you a couple of things that we would recommend, suggest to give you steps toward moving to that. I was thinking about how that really it is such a part of our culture now that everything is about setting these things you want to do like okay like if any of you are listening and you're in a big organization I can tell I'm in healthcare I can tell you this is huge now we've even moved into not only do we have to set goals like for all other kind of work things but now we're required to do health goals and financials oh yeah Oh, yeah. And so I selected one or two that looked like it'd be pretty easy, right? Okay, now they pop up about every day or so and tell me I'm off track. Already. I'm ready. I mean, what what are we, two and a half weeks in? And I'm like, what? So, again, but I was thinking about the fact that in every area of our lives, people do this. You do it with your money. You do it with your body. You do it with your health. You do it with every single area. You think about where do I want to be? How much, you know, you're going to go work out. You're going to get a a coach that's going to be a wellness coach. You just think about the time we spend doing that. And I wonder if we looked at that, if we even spend a fraction of it thinking about, am I this intentional about my marriage? Yeah. And, And I think as we find a lot of times... Yes, thankfully, there are a lot of couples that really are focused on their marriage. But sometimes we sort of think, well, things should just sort of go along. And we get so caught up in everything else in life from job and children and friends and finances and in-laws and everything else that sometimes the us gets Gets sort of pushed to the side. Yeah. Yeah, and it does. And at the end of the day, all those other things you just mentioned are great and wonderful But at the end of it, I guarantee you, if you've poured as much time into your relationship 
which hopefully will last you until death parts you. I mean, that is going to be the one. That is going to be the thing. You working out, it's awesome. It's great. But still, at 85, you probably still going to look like you're 85. All right. Let's talk about what are some things you can do to actually reach the goals that you set for yourself. And some of this, we're going to talk about things that we've done personally in the past and how we've done that. And there'll probably be some areas that, you know, I'm sure we haven't done everything. Oh, yeah, we, probably we do should that have. in this area sometimes, yeah. really, also. So I, I think the first thing that I would say is usually we have this big goal. Hey, let's say, I know one that we had for we want to get out of debt. Uh, we want to make sure so that we don't have that stress, that financial stress in our marriage. Yeah, we had to leave it to our kids. <laughs> Other times we've talked about, hey, we want to be better communicators. We want to do these things. One thing, if you haven't done this, hey, make sure your goals are pretty specific that you can actually sort of measure and what that means. But once you have those big goals, I think one of the first thing is you sort of set those intermediate steps or mini goals on how to get to the big goal. Yeah. Let's go back to the one we talked about as far as get out of debt. Oh, yeah. Um, Which we've had that goal. We have, and we've done it before. Uh, you had taken a, a class on financial management, and we just decided, hey, that would be a really good thing for our family. And so we set about doing that. So what are some of the little things we had to do? Well, one, at the time, we had two cars that we had car payments on. We had a truck and your car. We had various other kind of debts, credit card, other things like that. And it would have been real nice just to sit there and have the goal, okay, we're going to be out of debt at the end of the year. But if we didn't do really many steps, we never would have gotten there, I don't think. Well, and I think, I can't totally recall, but I think it was probably going to take us maybe longer than a year, reality was. And so sometimes the problem is if you don't have those smaller things, that big goal that's at 12 months, 15 months out, may get kind of looming and it's like we're not going to get there so if you don't do the small steps and celebrate those you end up maybe getting defeated yeah so in this case one of the things we had to do was decide okay which vehicles do we get rid of first okay we decided we were going to get rid of no payments on any cars and so we went about selling each of those cars getting something lesser getting something lesser spending less money on it um but you can have that same kind of thing, whatever it is. Let's just say you want your goal is, hey, we want to make date night a priority for our marriage. Oh, yeah. Well, how do you start doing that? Are you looking at me? I'm looking at you. Well, I'm the only one in the room. So, okay. Um, well, I would say figure out for you what that looks like. If date night once a week is honestly not really realistic right now where you are. Yeah, and a lot of that depends on what your yeah, life situation like, yeah, is. Yeah, life sta um, stage is. Then maybe every two weeks might be more reasonable. Or something else like that, like talk about it. Like what could we set as a reasonable goal that we could make work? You don't want to set yourself up to be disappointed and it not work. So if it's every two weeks, it's three weeks, maybe in between weeks, you say we really can't afford or we're not schedule-wise going to be able to make that work. But you know what? Maybe we can have a porch date after the kids go to bed and we can schedule that once every 10 days. Yeah, we're going to later on, we're going to talk about how to do different kind of dates yeah. when you're married. Because they don't always have to be, hey, let's, you know, let's go out to eat. Or let's get a do babysitter or whatever. Yeah, we'll talk about some of those different things. But I, I like what you said. 
hey, depending on what your situation is, like if you're not doing any dating in that, hey, setting a goal, we're going to do it at least once a month right. is a huge step. And then you can sort of change that once you get through doing that for the year. Um, but be realistic about it. But before you can sit there and say, hey, if we're going to make dating a priority, you better start, hey, get your calendar out. Start yeah. putting it down and think ahead. Well, the thing is, you think about it, we do that for everything else. You put down your vacation, you put down your kids' ball games, you put down things that are events that you're going to attend, work schedule, whatever that is. We put all of that on the calendar, but then we, we skip really what's got to be one of the more important ones. So yeah, get your calendar out. Talk about it. What yeah. will work? So bottom line here, hey, figure out what your big overall goals are, and then for each one of those set sort of many goals, many steps. Okay. How are we going to get there to get to that big goal? Yes. All right. right. I think the next thing you got to understand and even do is, Hey, just expect that there's going to be setbacks in your goals. Yes. And so again, try to make them so it's not a setup for it not working out. Like you said, be a little realistic in setting in them. But on the other hand, know that maybe you did it the first two months Maybe two months in a row, you did what you'd scheduled. The third month, your mom, your dad, your whatever has fallen, ha broken something. They're in the hospital. You need to be there. Your schedule goes crazy for 10 days, and it totally wipes it out. That's okay. Just realize that's going to happen. Yeah, and don't get so distraught about yeah. it that you sort of end up throwing the whole Just goal say, away. Just say forget, yeah. I Don't throw the baby to, out with the bathwater. Yeah, you think about during that time that one of the things we want to get out of debt. You know, I can't remember, and I'm sure it happened inevitably. Yes, we have this perfect plan. We've got a budget out, and all of a sudden... The dishwasher breaks. There yeah, goes the dishwasher. Yeah. yeah, there goes the AC on the car. There goes lightning hits our air conditioning of the house. You never know when that's going to happen, and especially... You know, whatever the circumstance is, a lot of times that goal, something's going to throw a kink into yeah. reaching it. And y'all, again, that's that's kind of part of that determination, if you would, or the commitment to it to say, hey, okay, we got derailed last month because of what happened, but let's reset. Our, let's reset. Let's just, you know, let's make the next month if possible. Yeah, one of the things I love about setting goals, period, is... I, I'm almost need to fall out of my chair right now, though, Johnny. I, 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 wish, I wish the audience One of the things I know that Carla this. loves about setting goals, and I do think a great principle about setting goals. Now, you're talking about you're all about your own personal, and you I'm try to set... I'm about your goals, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm oh, talking about oh, the I'm us sorry. goals, okay? Oh, yeah, sorry. My bad. Go with those, go with those us goals. I think one of the great things that it does, it creates this sense of togetherness and teamwork. Yeah. And, and so just in the same way we say, hey, you ought to be reviewing where you are year by year. I think it's a great opportunity that you sort of have those sort of little meetings set up that you can, hey, go over. Hey, where are we in our goals? It sort of that creates that idea of, hey, we're working in this together. How do we succeed together? And so sort of those checkups along the way, I think is an important part of it. Even sometimes you may have to recalibrate what your goals are going to be. Yeah. And again, that may be life. That could be something that really 
change kind of where you were. One of you has a job change, a job loss. All of a sudden you're looking for a job and what you get ends up on a different shift or a different time commitment or you maybe all of a sudden are traveling more with your job. So there might be things that yeah, you're going to have to rethink about what we thought would work for this year for our date night or whatever. Yeah, and going back to that importance of setting the small steps to get you to your goal, I think that's where when you're thinking that way, there's small steps. Okay, well, we may not, we're not talking about throwing away the whole goal. We just want to recalibrate. Maybe we thought we were going to, hey, we were going to do dating date night every week, and we're finding that's not happening. And so instead of just sitting there getting really frustrated, because I can understand how that happens, you said, well, maybe we just didn't set a realistic goal. For right so now, So we need to we recalibrate yeah. that. And a lot of times I think couples do that. I think they have this great intention, hey, this is where we want to be as a couple at the end of the year. And when you're doing that, not really in the heat of life that's going on, what really sounds good at the one time and what's a really good goal, sometimes once you get into the middle of life, it's like, well, we're never going to reach this, so just sort just of forget, forget it. it. Well, I, w- I would add the point to if you're listening and your children are maybe young, I would say you definitely potentially have more control over the schedule because your five-year-old hopefully is not in so many activities that they're gone every night, but your 15-year-old may be. And so what happens to families sometime when you've got a 12, 15, and 17-year-old is thinking about, well, what if the one night we had that was going to be date night honestly needs to be family night that we all eat together as a family? So in some of those seasons, you may have to think about, okay, right now, this one year, we may need Saturday morning dates. We may need a whatever, whatever date. We need may need to come up something crazy and go to the Waffle House at midnight, you know, once every three weeks. Because right now, two of our kids are playing sports and we're coming up with one night a week to eat dinner as a family. And so, yeah, that's, that's understandable. So, again, don't throw it away just because it may have to look different. Yeah, like I, I, I love that term to recalibrate because it's like, hey, take a step back. This is where we are. We've got some obstacles we never really considered. Yeah. But man, we don't want to throw away that goal in the first place. That's a good thing. But how do we incorporate it to what's going on right now? And the reason we want you to do that, because that that imaginary 12, 15, and 17-year-old that I just said, well, the 17-year-old is going to be gone in about a year, and the 15-year-old is going to be right on their heels. And if you're not going to the Waffle House at midnight or some other time that you weave in, the challenge is you get to that empty nesting kind of place and you've lost years of connection and you don't have what you wish you had. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. I think that's why... That's why you, you know, got to go to the Waffle we've House. We've said before that, you know, again, one of those time periods that tends to see a lot of marriages give up is the empty nester years. Yeah. And it's because when you back it up 10 years... These were the things that were not happening. So this is why we feel so strongly to say, hey, set some goals, make it a priority, recalibrate when you have to. And I think one of the other things I would say as you go along the way, you know, a lot of times we want to, let's go back to our debt issue. It's like you're waiting until that moment that we have more day to celebrate. Celebrate along the way. And that's when you've set those many goals for us. Hey, we got a car sold. 
Yay. Celebrate. Yeah. Hey, we got one credit card paid, paid off. Celebrate. Yeah. Now, don't go crazy. Don't go, go put, you put know, $100 on, on a credit, credit card. Yeah, to celebrate. <laughs> Going out to a big, fancy dinner. But find a way just to celebrate those small victories. Even in that, the idea of celebration of the small ones, that gives you the push and the emphasis oftentimes to get to the other one. Yeah. Sometimes you hear it called the snowball effect, how you do one and then you yeah. do another, then you do another, and it keeps going on itself. Yeah. But find times to celebrate that, whatever that may look like for you. And a lot of that may depend on what the goal is. Yeah. But find a place to celebrate along the way. Because right. a lot of times we can easily get so discouraged and we're not it, it's almost able to like do, in, yeah. you know, like we say, one of the one of the things we see oftentimes in couples we deal with, sometimes they're looking so much at the negatives, and even this is when they want to do something good, but they see they're it's like they're struggling to get there. Well, sometimes the bigger goal is gonna be hard to do that. Yeah. Celebrate the small moment. It's like you think about someone that decides, hey, I want to run a marathon. I don't know why anybody wants to do that to their I, body. I, I'm really going to be flabbergasted. Oh, I'm not ever gonna... I know, no, I'm flabbergasted that you even want to use that as an example. Yeah, I don't mind doing it because I, mean, I know people, I will never, ever this. do this. People, but should I people, decide people. to do a marathon? No, no. Why would you even say should that? Should I ever decide to do a marathon? You may be struck dead right Obviously, here on well, this podcast. I don't think so because I think it's a perfect example for this. You're not going to sit there and nobody just, most people don't just go run out 26 miles, 385 yards or whatever it is. Oh, no, that's a full 13 miles. Oh, okay, gotcha. Is a half marathon. Should we try a half? So what you start, if I was going to do this, I would be, let's walk around the block first. I would suggest that's a good place for you to start. And if I did that for seven days, hey, we'll celebrate it. But each time as you get to each little mini milestone, is you're trying to get your, your big goal, man, that's a cause for celebration. And I don't think we do that enough in life, in marriage, or anything else. We wait for these big, stupendous things to celebrate. And I think we need to learn to celebrate along the way with all the good things that are going on in our life. Every little achievement, man, that ought to be a time to celebrate as a couple, as a family. And I think we need to latch on to that. Got it. Um, anything else that you would say in helping people to get from, Hey, this is where I want to be. This is where I am. This is where I want to be. These are the goals I have. We talked about setting many goals. We talked about adjusting your expectations, realizing there's going to be setbacks that it's okay to recalibrate once you're in the middle of the stream, because it might just say, Ooh, this is, this is a little stronger current than I thought it was going to be. I need to sort of change what I was thinking here. And finally, learning to celebrate, not just at the end, but celebrating those small victories along the way. Well, I think um, one of the other things I would just say about as we move along and you think about what you where maybe where you'd like to be at the end of the year or as you start the new year, what would you, as you look back, what would you like your marriage to look like? I want to say just one quick word if you're listening and you're not so certain this is a team effort right now. And maybe you're listening and you're you're listening because you're wanting to do things to make your marriage be different. Um, we just wrote a blog about this, so I'd, I'd encourage you to kind of look at that, too. So I covered a little bit of um, that in, in that blog about trying to see your marriage different. But I want to just say, if you're in this and it's just you right now, 
um, whether it's the husband or the wife listening, and you're thinking they're not going to sit down and look at a calendar. They're not going to come up with a goal. They're not going to whatever. Then what I'd say to you is you think about, you write down, you think what things could I do differently in any way that might move us forward, even if your spouse isn't totally on board? What might that look like? Would there be anything your spouse might be interested in doing that you could try to go there first? So would that be something, maybe your spouse has been asking you about doing X for a while and you just don't because life's busy and kids and this and that. And all of a sudden you think, you know what? They've kind of stopped asking because I said no, or I had an excuse for so many times, but you know, I do know they're getting ready to do so-and-so. What about if I said, would you allow me to join you that day? Maybe that's one thing. Maybe there's one thing to think about. What did we do if in the past we were doing this? Can we go back and put into place, can I offer to do something that I think they did enjoy? And it may be starting there. And that may be one little olive branch in offering that to your spouse, even if they're not ready or willing to say, yes, let's plan great goals for the year. Yeah, I, I, you know, you talk about that. And it just reminds me of a book read years and years ago. And I, I want to say it was by Dr. Ed Wheat. And one of the things he talked about is the power of agape to transform lives in marriage. Uh, sort of got a replay of sort of that whole thing later on with this a book that came out years ago called The Love Dare. And it's that idea, like you said, what if it's just one person that really wants to make their marriage better? Is that possible? Answer is yes, it is. It's not as easy. It's yes. always better when you're working together as a team. But if you have that commitment, I really believe that God's going to honor that. And you make that a matter of prayer because ultimately one of the things we've always said is you can't change your partner. No. Only God can. And and part of that process of God growing you is letting him do that work. Yeah. You can only do what you can do. You can love. You can make the effort to do what your partner would like to do in things. You can go the extra mile. You can be graceful and give grace to them when they don't always respond the way you would want them to. Yeah. But know this, man, agape love can change lives. Yeah, I really, really do believe that. So I just wanted to say that word. You know, if you're listening, you're thinking, well, that'd be great if we could have a sit-down date night to plan the calendar, but I'm going to be by myself. So hear our hearts in saying that to you if you're listening. Awesome word. Thank you, babe. Hey, I hope that uh, I hope this will give you some thoughts, give you some ideas. I hope you will come back and listen as we continue to share some of the things that God's taught us. And I, we we've would gone love through our years of marriage. If somebody, if you contact us through the website and tell us something you came up with as a goal for the year. We would love that. We would love to have feedback to say this is what we've set for a goal. 
and check in, tell us how you're doing. That might inspire somebody else. It may be some things we can share, especially as we're going to do one or two um, podcasts around the idea of giving you ideas for date nights. So again, if you're listening and you've got some good goals that y'all set or something you're thinking about, share that with us. Thank you, Gene. All right, folks, we'll say goodbye. Y'all keep on forging. <laughs>